You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. What's up and welcome to DFS Lineup Lock. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, holding it down for Spitting Speeds, Dane Martinez. For the next hour on a Football Friday, we get you ready to set your lineups for Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Fantasy football not over. Still can get some DFX, DFS action this weekend. Also, we got an NBA slate to get to tonight. Tony Sincata, my guy, will get you the injury updates as we move along throughout the program. Tony, what's good with you, my man? Cold temperatures here in New York City today. How's it down there where you're at? Oh, you know, it's cold for out here, but nothing yeah. like there. Um, we, we were in the 40s uh, earlier today, so it's a little cold there. Uh, tomorrow my son's got a football game in the morning, so it'll be cold, like 40 degrees. But Jacksonville-Buffalo game, they're expecting it to be 62. 62 degrees, so it will not be the bad weather that Gabe Morrissey mentioned earlier this week. In, uh, <laughs> he was hoping, right? <laughs> yeah, he was hoping. He was looking forward to that one. So good stuff going on, Tony. Before we get started... Uh, let me ask you your opinion as a guy that follows the New England Patriots on the report we heard today yes. where the possible uh, power struggle between Belichick, Robert Kraft, and Tom Brady. Interested in your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, it's. It, I think it's very interesting because I think uh, Bill Belichick uh, basically said, hey, we let Jimmy Garoppolo go to his buddy Kyle Shanahan, try to help him out a second round, keep him out of division. And I can see it happening. I mean, anytime you work in a company – these things happen, right? We all think that we're the big star. We all think that we win because of us. And we all test our, our situations there. So I think that nothing's going to happen. They go out, they play the games, and they just don't talk to each other. It's kind of like uh, the Beatles. Oh, so uh, winning cures all evils, but it's going to be interesting to see. Yes. You see some cracks in the facade of a, a facade that's been very strong for a long time now. Moving over to the NBA tone. When how do we know it's been very strong, though? That's d- the one thing, like... How, we you have because I feel like we would have heard something. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I I see Bill Belichick is you know he's the always the type that is thinking about the next play. Like when you win, immediately last year after winning the Super Bowl, he, his comment was, oh, "Team's got a six week start on us already." Like I see him as the guy that's just always business. And the thing that he has a problem with is Robert Kraft now took his mind off business and is not and is worried about pre- protecting a legacy of a quarterback. Yeah, that's probably not the way he wanted to go out. One of the things about the Patriot way is they always seem to figure out a way to get rid of a guy right before he takes a dip in his career. They may be looking at that situation with no backup plan in place as Jimmy Garoppolo now getting it done out there, Gucci Garoppolo in Tom the Bay Brady's area. Dad. Tom Brady's dad two years ago made a comment that Tom Brady would never finish with the Patriots because that there was their role model was to always get rid of the guy early, and he said that Bill Belichick will never keep Tom Brady as long as Tom wants to play. I think that he, I think That's he, sad. I, I think he would have been released at the end of this season. Yeah, 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 I think he would have too. And you know, it's interesting because we look back at the Joe Montana, Steve Young situation, and everybody won there. Yep, this is true, and that could be the situation moving forward with the New England Patriots. When we come back on the other side, we get ready to break down wild card weekend in the NFL. Quarterback positions up first, plus we'll get you some NBA injury updates. It's lineup lock right here on FNTSY Radio. Stop 
fantasy nerds, it's Ashley from Ashley Needs Answers, and I'm here to share some fun facts with you about my friend Jake Seeley, who, by the way, has never met me. Actually, here's one fun fact. They're making me read this great stuff about Jake, and he won't even pick up the phone and say hello to me. I'm just supposed to sit here and make him look great, and he's not even a great human being. Here's one. Jake's a top three fantasy ranker in the last two years. Great. But is he a good human? I don't know. I can't vouch for that. I heard he doesn't even like puppies. So decide for yourself. On Target with Jake Seeley, weekdays at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Wars Hour. Derek Van Riper took Kenley Jansen with the 10th pick in the 4th round. He's the only closer who's gone so far. I love it. You don't get much more stable closing asset than Kenley Jansen. You also get strikeouts. You also get the ratio help. In a season and year and era now, I think that we see closers lose their job constantly. I think we can all be assured that Kenley Jansen isn't going anywhere. Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say DFS lineup lock on FNTSY Radio. Friday night, football Friday. Getting you ready for wild card weekend. Fancy football not over. <clears throat> talk, um, before we get into the football talk, on the smooth, oh, little smooth jazz for us tonight. Yeah, we're getting uh, <laughs> them out, I mean. Yeah, you're listening to 103.9 Smooth Jazz as rocking you till 9 a.m. on the East Coast. Now, nah. all right, so here we go. <laughs> Try to be multi-talented. Um, Tone, any NBA injury news we should be keeping an eye on as we move throughout tonight? Yeah, Pistons, Stanley Johnson, game-time decision tonight. Andre Drummond is in the lineup. He did not play the last game. 
Joel Embiid, who is uh, night to night, he's uh, permanently day to day for his uh, career. He is going to play tonight, and Lonzo Ball's probable tonight. Um, that game's going to be uh, later on tonight, but Lonzo Ball probable tonight. What about uh, Lamelo and Leangelo? Are they probable in Lithuania? That probably, you know, it's crazy to think that. Why the kids steal those glasses? Yeah, he didn't have to do that. He was following other kids. Yeah, that's not a good sign, right? When your kids, when your kid, when you're you're the father ball, you want your kid to be a leader. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not taking after. That's not. That's not. That that goes against the big baller brand tone. Yes, yes, that's not good, right there. Not a good look there. Yeah, he was. That was a pretty crazy situation there. Um, lucky he did it in China, and uh, and Mr. Trump saved him from the firing squad. <laughs> All right, let's get into our DFS talk for the night. Every time I bring up the big baller brand, everybody's like, oh, I hate when you talk about LeVar Ball. I'm like, relax, come on. It's entertainment. It's good fun. That's what we're here for, right? He, he's uh, an interesting character. I mean, you think about it. I don't know any parent since the Kardashian lady that's probably extorted more from his kids. I seen him the other night on a private plane. I think that I want to check the Ball's bank account that plays for the Lakers. How much is Dad's taking more than ten percent? I got a feeling. <laughs> I think I think they had money before though, Tony. Right, but private plane money—that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. So <laughs> I do think more than ten percent. And you're right, uh, Lavar Ball is the new Chris Jenner. Um, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the um, quarterbacks over at DK for the weekend. We got Alex Smith in the poll for sixty-three hundred. Cam Newton at sixty-five hundred. Drew Brees at sixty-four hundred. Jared Goff at sixty-seven hundred. So everybody in that four hundred dollar range right there between sixty-three and sixty-seven hundred. These prices are over at DraftKings. You can find the polls and vote at the Tony Sincata on Twitter. Tone, let's start with Alex Smith with a tasty matchup. Yeah, he's the guy that I like against this Tennessee secondary, 6,300 bucks. And, you know, it's interesting to me um, when you look at Alex Smith, the whole – I think there's a lot of talk lately about how poor the, they've played in the playoffs, the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're a team that's played very well in the regular season and then not played well in the playoffs. I think there's a lot of narratives once we get to this um, playoff round. But the bottom line is, hey, it's not a good secondary. Alex Smith has been protected. He hasn't got sacked. He runs. You know, we always talk about Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton as running quarterbacks. Alex Smith's right there with those guys. Alex Smith can get you some work on the ground tone. I'll be honest with you. I got Some keep telling me this team is going to be in this, this Kansas City Chiefs team is coming out to AFC. As a Patriots fan, I'll tell you what, it's the only team that I wouldn't want to play. I mean, I'd rather play Pittsburgh than play Kansas City. Whatever it is, Andy Reid's been one of those guys that uh, has put it to us time and time again. Drew Brees comes in next at $6,400. Drew Brees and the marquee matchup of the weekend with the Saints and the Panthers. Drew Brees, the game manager now, Tone. Yeah, here's the thing. I would go with Alex Smith out of this group. Uh, when we have these rankings, I, I put them in the order that I would go mm -hmm. and grab these guys, and I would take Alex Smith number one. But Drew Brees is interesting to me because all the numbers dictate that he's got the best matchup out of these quarterbacks. If you look at Carolina, they're very good against the run, but they're very porous against the pass. Their cornerback, their best cornerback is 91st rated by Pro Football Focus. So I think Mike Thomas has a good day, and I think if Drew Brees – went wild they would throw it but the problem is i don't think carolina is going to score enough points against them to make drew Brees go back and throw the ball a ton so i think he's a, a decent play but not a great play this week and i i can't believe i'm taking alex smith over drew Brees. what about jerry Goff at home versus the atlanta falcons 
See, this is interesting because I, I, you know, a lot of you guys were talking this morning about how Atlanta's defense is better. Atlanta actually got to the passer last year uh, at a better clip, and they're 25th at allowing points to quarterbacks. I think Jared Goff is a safe play. I would take him over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan didn't make the poll. I would take him over Cam Newton. I would make Jared Goff my number two quarterback. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so you you have the Rams winning this game. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe all the love that people got this week for the Atlanta Falcons. I, I haven't seen any show where anyone's picking this team to win. And I say it time and time again. You know, Matt Ryan is a guy that through two games, two games over 20 fantasy points in the last 16 weeks. And he's had the Julio Jones has been there each and every week. And he ready to play Mohamed Sanu has been there each and every week. There's no excuses. This guy has been up and down throughout his career. He's only averaging 15 fantasy points per game. And the Rams' defense has been improving. I don't like the Falcons in this game, and I don't like Matt Ryan as a fantasy quarterback. All right, there goes right there from the mouth of Tony Sincata. If the Carolina Panthers do beat the New Orleans Saints, it will not be because of Christian McCaffrey or Devin Funches. <laughs> It'll be because of one of Mr. Cam Newton. He's $6,500, Tony. Yeah, I see. I look at this game, and the Saints, I think, are better defense. There are people out there that think the Saints' defense got worse as the season went by and that Cam Newton will be able to take advantage of them. Here's the thing with Cam Newton. This guy never has a bad game. I mean, his worst games are 16 points, and his upside is 30 fantasy points. So you're always in it with Cam, and where all these quarterbacks are within a couple hundred bucks, it's not a bad play. I'm surprised he's number one in the poll as a, at this point, and it's pretty close, but he never has a bad game. Prior matchups this year versus the New Orleans Saints, 17 to 27 for 183 yards and two touchdowns, ran the football six times for 51 yards. Also this weekend, I mean, excuse me, also this season versus New Orleans, 17 of 26, 167 yards, three rushes, 16 yards and a touchdown. The Saints have had his number so far this year. Yeah, he had only 11 uh, fantasy points in that first matchup because he got picked off three times. Uh, in that matchup. And the other one, it wasn't great, but he got 20 fantasy points because he got, he got some rushing yards there. Yeah, he gave you 51 rushing yards, so that helps out the total also. going to be a tough time for Carolina to get this victory, Tony, but I think they're in it to the bitter end. You know, I like the defense, and I have always liked their defense, uh, but the defensive backs are not up to par here. I don't think this Carolina team is going to get it done. And, you know, it's crazy. Ron Rivera's been a guy that uh, – it's always been under speculation. The owners change. The, we're going to have a change in the ownership. People like now, think, Ron Rivera, this could be a dead man walking when you have a new owner come in. Sometimes people like to put in their own guys. 12, what, 12, 12, 11 and 5 season, almost yep. winning the division and could be let go. That is interesting because, like, like, like you, know, I, you know, they said that Diddy was trying to buy it. Uh, P. Diddy was trying to buy the Carolina Panthers. It's probably likely not going to happen. It's going to need a big ownership group. Uh, probably would need Michael Jordan to be a part of that ownership group, also. But if Diddy hey, was to buy it, who do you think? I'll give you one more guy. Oh, I'll give you one more guy. guy. He just took out the money, and everybody thinks he's starting the XFL, but he has the uh, he has businesses in Carolina. Vince McMahon. He might not start the XFL. He might go and buy the Carolina Panthers. That would be very interesting, Tony. Would Vince? That's a very good call and very astute analysis out of you, Vince McMahon. 
going to buy the Carolina Panthers. I can definitely see them getting involved, and I think the NFL would like to get involved with Vince McMahon. That those pockets are deep over there in WWE territory, and then Vince would probably be Vince is an innovative thinker. So, um, a guy that could get the Ravens rolling in the right direction again. He'll go and uh, maybe take a look at Bill Belichick and see how unhappy he is. Maybe he'll do that, or maybe he'll bring us, <laughs> or maybe he'll hire Shane McMahon to run, <laughs> to, to, run to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Mr. Sussman would like that a lot. <laughs> oh, I think he would love that. You know, you know what's crazy about Sussmania? You know, he talks about all these wrestlers, but I never hear him talking about Stephanie McMahon. She's the prize of the family for me. I, I agree. Stephanie McMahon gets it done. One of my favorites. Yes. Yeah, so they even did a wrestling special. The BFFs did a wrestling special. I saw that. Yeah. Yo, you, you watched it. Yeah. yeah they took that more seriously than football. <laughs> <laughs> there was no banging on the table, no shots on Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was crazy. Some of the quarterbacks we have not talked about this week. Uh, in, in these matchups, Tone, have been uh, uh, Marcus Mariota for one. Uh, n- no love for Mariota, huh? No, I actually do have some love. Here's the thing. is I think that it's so amazing to me how uh, people have just written this Tennessee team off. And I think it's gonna be, a game's going to be higher scoring than people do. I think I'm going to put a couple teams out there with some of these Tennessee guys. I'm going to stay away from Rashad Matthews. I'm going to use Eric Davis, and I'm going to use uh, Eric uh, Corey Davis and Eric Decker with Marcus Mariota in a couple lineups. Interesting call right there. So uh, going against the grain, be fun to see how that one pl- turns out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm on the case going to Kansas City Chiefs also, but you're going to get Marcus Mariota and that Tennessee offense at very good ownership percentages this weekend, and they do pull off an upset. Uh, you can find yourself at the top of the leaderboard. Top of the leaderboard is where we plan on taking you every weekend, every night, right here on DFS Lineup Block. We come back on the other side. We get ready to break down some running backs, including one Mr. Derrick Henry, who's likely going to be highly owned. It's DFS Lineup Block on FNTSY Radio. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Isaac Bruce, he was the wide receiver for the Los Angeles slash St. Louis Rams, and he played for the 49ers for a little bit. Part of the greatest show on turf. He was a hell of a player. I mean, look, I kind of feel like everybody gets in at some point. I don't even mind it. When I was a kid, I revered the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now I really don't care. Yeah. I know every, every January, people have these heated debates. and it's not the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't think Bruce gets in this year. The wide receiver's too deep. Weekdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the fantasy for. 
forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Fantasy Freestyle. Mitchell, the truth, Trubisky. What do you think about his game? What do you think he's going to be able to do? Are you willing to work with the young man? I'm willing to work with the young man. I think that you got to give him at least one more year to learn and excel. He's very young. He's a young man. It's a, it's this isn't quarterback isn't a young young man's game. It's really you know you got to be in your late twenties are really when quarterbacks start start really taking off and start really doing well. Interesting. It's, it's not easy. Weekdays from seven to eight p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get an ebook for your Kindle or for paperback, and it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the tenth straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes. So make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Playing Daily Fantasy Basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Classic jam right here, Usher Raymond. Will this get you with Shorty? Thinking, thinking if, if, if you if you got the right moves, <laughs> or maybe you got Usher Raymond money. It's easy to get a Shorty then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah have the money. It, it I, makes it a little bit easier. It makes it a little bit yeah. easier. Did you see where Usher Raymond was knocked over uh, in a collision last night in that Rockets uh, Warriors game? Really, really, sitting, you sitting know it's crazy. Side, yeah. Yeah, when you sit in that front row, sometimes you you know it's crazy. You spend like two grand to get one a front row seat at an NBA game to have a seven foot, really sweaty man fall all over you. <laughs> yes, that is true too. That is remember the time when Big Baby pushed that little kid. <laughs> it's a, it's a wild thing. I, you know, I sat in the second or third row behind the basket, but not so not on the sideline. Yeah, uh, for a game. And remember George Marison? Oh, who yeah. used to play for the Washington. I think they were the Bullets they back then. They were the then. Bullets back he then. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was huge, man. He was like 7'3", and he couldn't even move up and down. Like, he looked fake. And, yeah, did, uh, Manute Bowe. Manute Bowe had a brother that used to really that used to actually uh, be somebody you would locally see in Washington, D.C. Amazing to see the size of so, a 7-footer. 
I saw Manu Bowl play in college. He played for Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, Division Three. He played against Bentley in my hometown of Walton, Massachusetts. So the place was sold out because all we heard about is this Manu Bowl, right? Yeah. And he came out of the locker room, and people laughed at him because he was seven feet and he was like one fifty. Crazy. And uh, he looked, re- yeah, he looked ridiculous. And I felt bad. Like I thought about it after. The guy walks out of the locker room and everybody laughed at him. <laughs> it was it's not a good look to that size is not really I like my I like my compact snack size fantasy executive. <clears throat> uh, anyway. <laughs> um let's get more serious. Let's talk about the running backs in DFS this weekend. Tony, I want to start with Derrick Henry at six thousand dollars. This is the guy that's going to be heavily owned because you are thinking he may get a chance to get the backfield to his entire self. I'm Derrick Henry is is almost becoming like Jared Cook to me. When you think he's going to do it, he does not do it. Here's the funny part is that I don't have him as my top four, and I put him in the pool with the top four just because I, I felt like people would uh, be be putting it in there, and I wanted to see get a true speed what the people would think when he's matched up against all the elite running backs, and he's right there, and people are jumping on him. The running game hasn't been great all season long, and I think the expectation for Henry is crazy. Uh, he had 28 touches last week, so that's the positive there, and he, and he had the uh, the opportunity there to catch a pass and get deep. I just think if you're going to leave Todd Gurley on the bench and you're going to leave a guy like Leonard Fournette, who I believe has the best matchup out of the whole group, mm-hmm. Fournette's facing a team's defense that's 29th in the league against the run. And he's going to get the ball 20-plus times, as Derrick Henry is. Kansas City is a lot better at stopping the run than stopping the pass. I just don't get why the love is there uh, for for Derrick Henry. The only thing I can see is the price. At $6,000, you are enticed in that. You can save a little money. But I don't get it. I think Fournette is a better play. I think Gurley's a better play. And I think Alvin Kamara is a better play. Now, you could sell me the 2600 bucks. Difference is there. But that's it. That's the next guy you want to talk about, New Orleans Saint running back Alvin Kamara. Uh, Carolina Panthers is one of the best teams in the league against the run. That does not matter to Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, no. No, no it didn't matter. I mean, that's the one thing that you look at. I remember going into their last game that they met. It, they were number two in the league at, at that point, and he put up 29 fantasy points on against them in Week 13. So this is a guy that's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to run, and he's recession-proof. And the first game, when Alvin Kamara wasn't a thing yet, he put up 13 fantasy points. And he wasn't a thing. His first two games, he had seven fantasy points in eight. So Carolina's where he first started becoming a thing. Yeah, so there you go right there. That's Alvin Kamara, $8,600 price tag this weekend in DFS on DraftKings. Leonard Fournette, the next guy, the next man up. Leonard Fournette, want to ask you about him, Tony. He has a good matchup this week, and I do believe he will see the football in his hands at least 25 times. Yeah, so this is what they brought him in for, right? I yep. mean, uh, this is you know, you made him the fourth pick in the draft, hoping you could control the ball. You knew you had a great defense, and you were hoping to get to a playoff spot. We're here. Atlanta, it's time to take over. You're going to get the ball. And even in games where people say he's uh, slowed down, he's not the same back. Well, let me read this to you. 17 fantasy points last week, 16 the week before, 24 the week before, and 17 the week before. Nobody cares about the yards per carry for Melvin Gordon, but all of a sudden we care about it with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> yeah, that this is true. But I don't think Fournette produces at the level that Gordon produces. But Gordon catches a lot of footballs, and he scores a lot of touchdowns. But, it, I mean, Leonard Fournette, as far as touchdown goes, he's, yes. on, he's, he's got touchdowns in uh, 
three of the last four games. And he started out the year on a, a touchdown run. So he's getting there. And the one good thing you could say about Fournette is that he caught four passes out of nowhere last week. So they kept him on the field in a game that was meaningless, and he caught four passes on five targets. I think that's a that's a real, real positive, and I think it's a big thing going into this week. Let me ask you this, Tone, and, and let's right, right quick to change the topic right quick, going season-long 2018, Fournette or Melvin Gordon? Um, I probably, if everything stays the same, I got to go with Melvin Gordon in, in PPR leagues we're talking about yeah. because of the pass-catching ability. He just catches too many balls out of that backfield. I have to go Melvin Gordon. Is Fournette I'll tell you what, rounder? though. Yes, that, that, that's really? the yes, absolutely. Okay. I think he is right there. At, he's right on the cusp of right, uh, right there at eleven or twelve. Yeah, I think he's on that one-two turn. I did my one-man mock this morning. I had him as uh, wide. I had him at. I had him at. Uh, he would have been thirteenth. So I did not have him. I had him right outside round one. He would have been thirteenth if I would have came in there in that situation. So that's how I, we figured it out this morning. You can go on FNTSY YouTube channel. And you'll see that one-man mock draft for two thousand eighteen, where I gave my first round picks one by one for each position. Obviously, we don't know the kind of shakeup and stuff like that, but check that out. Uh, the big dog, Todd Gurley, $9,700. He won you fantasy football championships in your season-long leagues. Now Mr. Gurley gets his playoff career started, Tone. I saw I saw the, you know, the price tag, and I'm saying, I'm trying to figure out what reason not to take this guy. And then I, then I go and look, 55 fantasy points last game, 48 the week before, and I'm going... You know what? He had 28, 21. He averages 27. Don't overthink things. Just pay the money and get him in your lineup. How much, how much exposure to your lineups in wild card weekends? So 100%? No, he'll be about 70 or 80%. Okay, There'll be some lineups where I'll, where I'll, uh, I'll, throw, him out, I'll, I'll throw him out there and just hope. Like, I'll go Kareem Hunt and, uh, and Leonard Fournette in, in a couple lineups there and save a little cash. Uh, there, the, the running back position. I think this is the week that you spend the money on the running backs because the quarterbacks are not expensive because the big quarterbacks aren't in play. And you try to scrape at the wide receiver. You try to get like an Eric Decker or one of those guys through. Let's go ahead and hop into the next group in the running backs. you got Kareem Hunt at 8,100, Mark Ingram at 6,900, Devonta Freeman at 6,300. That jumps off the page. Christian McCaffrey at 6,400. So when you look at this group and right here, what do you think? It's funny because Devonta Freeman is a guy that uh, they're 30th in allowing points to running backs, the L.A. Rams, right? We say their defense has improved. Well, you know what? There's only two teams worse than you, so you better have improved. And they have a long way to go. I think this guy's getting the ball a ton. He is a little banged up. He's missed some practice, but I think they're just being cautious with him. Yeah. I don't expect it to be a problem uh, this week. He actually participated in practice today, so he should be ready to go. He's going to catch balls out of the backfield, and we've seen his workload increase yes. in less Tevin Coleman uh, as of late. I think Coleman's going to get a decent amount this week as I think they try to throw the ball with the Rams, and I think the Rams are going to score points. So I think they throw the ball to the running backs, though, here, and Devonta Freeman's going to be the guy that's going to get the opportunities at the goal line. I think he's the class of this second group. I, th I agree also. When you talk about Freeman and being a little bit banged up, after just – that, this, this he, he should be the reigning Super Bowl MVP, Devontae Freeman. He's not going to come into another scenario of a playoff and them not – and him not and him have an ankle injury or whatever and not be on the field. You know he's going to give it one hundred percent. I was listening to fantasy BFFs right, and mm -hmm. they, were, they were all picking the Atlanta Falcons over over uh, the Rams. And if Mike Florio says, "Well, they have experience," and the Rams are you know a young team and never been there before, 
I texted him. I said, experience in what? Blowing the biggest lead in the history of football. <laughs> Tony, you don't believe in playoff experience? I do. I'm a play- I believe in playoff experience. I do, too, but... Well, I mean, there are some negative experiences, right? I it's, mean, if you're the Falcons, no lead that you have, you've got to feel safe after what you did last year. No, that that is true. That will creep into the back of your mind. But I look at some of the scenarios there in home game last year versus Aaron Rodgers, got a big victory versus Aaron Rodgers. You've seen this team go toe-to-toe with the Seattle Seahawks in big spots, uh, NFC South battle-tested team. I think I, I think Atlanta's going to – I think the Rams win the game, but I think Atlanta's going to push them to the limit. The greatest thing I took out of that ESPN article this morning uh, bashing the New England Patriots situation was that Kyle Shanahan spent six weeks with Bill Belichick going over what he did wrong in the Super Bowl. I like Kyle Shanahan now. Yeah, I agree. That that right there is an uh, impressive uh, job by Kyle Shanahan. The other New Orleans Saint running back is Mark Ingram. He is 6900 bucks, though. I'll tell you what, everybody always talks about Alvin Kamara, and you're getting a discount here, right? Yep. And in that game against Carolina where I talked about how good they are against the run, and yet these guys went all over them, well, he put up 24 fantasy points in Week 13 against them. And in that earlier game, um, he put up 11 fantasy points. So basically he's averaging 17 fantasy points against them. You get a discount. It's $1,400 cheaper than Alvin Kamara. I think he's playable, and I think that you're going for the touchdown upside there. I would not, and I've been asked this like four times this week, I would not play both Saints running backs against the number three defense against the run. You're just pushing it too hard there. All right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 6,400 tone. I, I just don't see it. He's a wild card, right? He's yeah. a wild card. You need a big play. And the problem is he's like the third or fourth option on the goal line. Six-point touchdowns are big. We only have four teams in here. And if that's out of the equation, unless he makes a 30-yard catch and goes to the distance, i got to stay away. New Orleans is sixth in points going to running backs. I think it's a tough play for him. 113 targets this year for Christian McCaffrey. How about that? That's a big number right there. Um, but that's over with now. Second season has begun, and we'll continue to break it down for you right here at DFS Lineup Lock. When we come back, get you a quick update, the latest news and injury notes coming from the NBA, and we'll start to break down these wide receivers as we push towards the top of the hour right here on FNTSY Radio. There's heroes and there's legends. To the followers of his fantasy advice, he is known as the king. To the fantasy sports industry, he's a respected colleague and a friend. And as a representative of the FSWA Hall of Fame, it's his royal responsibility to share his stories of fantasy sports glory with the world. On the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Scott the King takes his throne with celebrities, athletes, and like-minded legends of the industry. Together, they share stories of how fantasy sports change their lives and give advice to you so you can be on your way to creating your own fantasy legacy. Listen to the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour by going to fntsy.com slash radio and listen to all of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network's award-winning programming for free in the iTunes and Google Play stores. Fantasy legends are made only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. 
Tom Brady, and his ego has just gotten so big and out of hand yeah. that he went. To Brady went to Robert Kraft, and he said, "You get rid of this guy, or I'm done." I don't believe it. You're not buying it. Brady was not losing his job. I think the problem they had here was looking at the cap next year. Honestly, having to put 30 million on one position and tying all that up. They had opportunities, better deals. They should draft. They would have had better deals. Weekdays, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not going to be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to saving a life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not going to be late. We're 10 minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life. I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheeks swabbed. Register at DKMS.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Lineup lock on FNTSY Radio. <clears throat> Don't forget, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, a special edition of Lineup Lock right here from Studio 34 as we get you ready for these wild card games. Myself, Maria Marino, I believe Dave Martinez be back. Zard the Playbook, Emory Hunt, I'm quite sure Tony be involved too. So that is 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday morning. Lineup Lock Live, taking you up to kick off a wild card weekend that will end the season for us. Um, I'm going to give you another program and notice we move along. Uh, wide receivers, Tony. The wide outs. Interesting you know, options. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you look at the wide outs. I think there's one guy that's way better than everybody else, and that's Mike Thomas. I think that when you look at this week, that secondary in Carolina is not good. He's going to be the one target, and he can catch the ball within five yards of the line of scrimmage or he can get down the field. I think Mike Thomas is the one guy that I would I, I would put my money on saying this is the guy that could have the 25-point week. $7,800 is the price tag. Do you think maybe Alvin Kamara maybe sees too many opportunities out of the backfield to kind of put a damper on Thomas's day? I think it could, but I, it's not going to happen because okay. – He's just – he's just. I think there's enough plays for both these guys. If you look at what Kamara – I mean, uh, Michael Thompson has done uh, this year, right? He last two games, he's at eight and five targets, but he was a little banged up. And then we go back, and he had 11 targets, 14 targets, nine targets, eight targets, 11 targets, 10 targets. So he's right around double-digit targets every time. 
Yeah, I mean, other than DeAndre Hopkins, that's going to be right there as far as wild card weekend as guys with the most targets. DeAndre Hopkins has got to get 16 targets, but everybody else that's playing, Julio Jones, he, you know, sometimes he doesn't eclipse double-digit targets. Oh, and fantasy owners have let them know about that also. Coming up next <laughs> is the interesting one. Eric Decker at $3,500. Marcus Mariota been a dog the majority of the season. Hell, their coach yeah. could get fired after this game. Decker at 3500 yeah. Tony. Explain that one. Yeah, so this is uh this is going to be one of the sneaky plays that we're going to use this week. Um, you're going to have to get a cheap play somewhere. Now you go to the last game, he had six targets. Game prior to that, ten targets. He had five targets and five targets before that, he, and then six targets. He's actually leading the Tennessee Titans over the last five games in targets. The one thing that Kansas City doesn't do, they don't defend the two. In the three wide receivers, well at all. That's why they had to go get Daryl Rivas out of retirement and try to get him to play because they couldn't cover the second or third wide receiver. So if you're going to use a Tennessee wide uh, wide receiver, I would lay off Rashad Matthews, who I have mad respect for, and I actually think is the, the most talented guy by far there. But he's going to get hooked up. These two guys, and Deck has been playing out of the slot, and Mariota's been getting the ball to him. I, I like him a lot at thirty five hundred. I want to I want to swing back to something you said right quick. You think Rashad Matthews is more talented than Corey Davis? I think the one thing is when you look at athletic talent, Corey Davis is in the league by himself. But what we forget is to learn the wide receiver NFL Skill. pass yeah. routes, skills, and that's involved in that. I think that he's still got a lot to learn. I mean, Rashad Matthews is a guy that does it without the great 40 time, mm-hmm. without the great leaping ability. He just knows how to play the game of football. Speaking of great 40 times, next up is Tyreek Hill at 6,800. Uh, I'm going to be have a lot of Tyreek Hill this week, Tony. I'm a Tyreek Hill supporter. I'll tell you right now, when you look at that Tennessee game, he's the best player on the field. Uh, you're going to go the argument of him or Spencer Ware, but he's the one guy that can take the ball and make a big play. I didn't think you're going to have a hard time affording in your, in your lineups to get Mike Thomas and Tyree Keel in. And one of those so big it's going to be interesting. Yeah, in one of the in the backs. So I think what you're going to have a situation here is I think Tyree Kill's going to actually be under owned this week, and I think if you play him and he does have that hundred yard game and gets in the end zone. Uh, you're going to be well ahead of it. Because I'll tell you the one thing right now is if you go with the end zone, if you had a bet on a guy making it to the end zone, I'd probably bet Tyree Kill over Mike Thomas because of those running backs involved in New Orleans. Yeah, no doubt about that. I would I would bet the same thing also with Tyree Kill. So I do think that is a good opportunity for him. And like you said, the ownership could be out there a little bit on the lower side because people are going to definitely try to get Todd Gurley uh, and, and Derrick Henry and, and, and probably in the third back in their lineups also. Uh, Julio Jones, $8,000, Tony. He's the guy that we really don't know what's going to happen with. No, and it's kind of crazy because that price is low. I mean, we, we talk about a Julio Jones caliber guy, right? He's right up there a step below Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's a $10,000 player. So this guy's about $1,800 underpriced in this week's game, and yet he's only got 12% of the uh, vote on this poll because people are just so tired of being let down from Julio Jones. And I think that if you're Atlanta, you've got to get him the ball. I think he should be higher there. But I'd play Mike Thomas ahead of him. I'd play Eric Decker ahead of him. I'll play Tyreek Hill ahead of him. So he's right where he belongs. There you go right there. Moving on to the next group in the wide receivers. It gets a little bit interesting on this side. Corey Davis at 3,600. Cooper Cup at 5,800. Robert Wood at 66. Let's start with Albert Wilson at 33. This has got to be salary relief. 
salary relief. If you if you say you don't like Eric Decker and say you're an Alex Smith guy, right? Albert Wilson or somebody's going to have to step up in that game. Now, you could say Travis Kelsey's going to be the other guy, Tyreek Hill and Spencer Ware, and maybe there's not, not enough room uh, to get him the ball. But I think he's worthy of consideration if you think you're an Alex Smith guy and then you're going to look at a punt play because you're going to need someone in that $3,000, $4,000 range to put in your lineup. All right. Up next is Robert Woods. Performed as a wide receiver one at periods throughout the season. Yeah. Banged up a little bit, and now he comes back. I think he is the top target in that offense, um, more so than Sammy Watkins is. Sammy Watkins is intriguing to me this weekend because Sammy Watkins is the one thing he's been doing is getting to the end zone, and that's a big difference maker, right? But Robert Woods coming back off an injury in week 15, got seven targets and got eight targets against Tennessee. Now, he only caught three out of the eight. But I look at the targets, and that tells me he's healthy. They have confidence in him. This is the number one offense in football points scored. I think Woods is the guy I would pair him up with. But in some tournaments, I would actually go Watkins, and I would leave Cooper Cup actually out of it. And to me, I've been using him the most this year when I think of the Rams, and I laid off Woods, and I laid off Sammy Watkins. But in this one-game environment with only four teams playing, I could see Sammy Watkins taking one of the house. No, I think Sammy Watkins is a very interesting play to speak. Like I said, he has the big touchdown upside more so than Cooper Cup, who comes in at 5,800. Corey Davis at 3,600. Davis kind of the same thing as Decker, right? Yeah, so basically, I think Decker gets more targets. What we're hoping with Corey Davis is he's going to be the guy that gets a ball down by the goal line, right? Or a target in the end zone, which they tried to throw to him earlier in the season. Um, I would go Decker over Corey Davis. Uh, if you wanted to go crazy and you wanted to go the two stud running backs uh, in Marcus Mariota and you threw a lineup with Davis and Eric Decker, I don't think that's a bad contrarian move. Mm-hmm. Interesting right there. Let's get right quick to the next wide receiver grouping. It's Kelvin Benjamin at 3,500. Corey Davis again at 3,600. Mohamed Sanu at 5,600. D.D. Westbrook at 4,400. You can follow us and you can vote at the Tony Sankata on Twitter. Break down this group for me right here. Tony, but Kelvin Benjamin, Corey Davis again, Mohamed Sanu and Westbrook. D.D. Real quick, real quick. If you all you knuckleheads that are picking Buffalo to win, who the hell's going to get in the end zone? Kelvin Benjamin's thirty five hundred bucks. That's a cheap price for a number one wide receiver. If you think Buffalo has a chance, you got to play him. We're talking about Eric Decker. We're talking about Corey Davis. This guy's the number one wide receiver on the team. I'm not playing him, but I think it's reasonable to play him. I mean, he's the number one wide receiver, and he's only thirty five hundred. And Lashawn McCoy is probably not going to play. It's interesting. Scott the King Angle did mention Kelvin Benjamin this morning when he came on with the Roto Experts, and, and, and Greg was kind of like, are you kidding? Kelvin Benjamin banged up going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars? How is that a good play? Yeah, somebody has got somebody has to catch the ball, and he's going to get opportunities there. I don't think it's a bad play at all to, to use him this weekend against him. Now, Mohamed Sanu at 5600 bucks. that's a little expensive for me. But if you believe it there, I would actually drop down and go to D.D. Westbrook at 4400 bucks. I don't think they're going to throw the ball a lot in Jacksonville. Uh, Marquise Lee hasn't made it through practice this week, so that's going to keep Westbrook on the field. If Marquise Lee dresses, I would not play Westbrook. All right, there you go right there. Tight ends are Travis Kelsey at 7100 Delaney Walker at 4700 Greg Olson at 5000 Charles Clay at four grand. These are the tight ends we'll be picking from this week for the people's lineup. What you got, Tone? 
I like uh, Travis Kelsey, obviously, at 7,100. I think he could have a big day. But if you don't have the money to go there, I, I'm going to go down to Delaney Walker, mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota's favorite target. He's always been the guy, right? They have problems defending the tight end. Delaney Walker would be the guy there. And I also, Charles Clay's a little banged up, so make sure on Sunday morning you're listening to us. I don't have a problem using Charles Clay for the same thing. The Jacksonville Jaguars, if the one thing you, you look for a weakness, it's covering the tight end. Charles Clay is a guy that gets a ton of targets. Charles Clay at 4,000 will be heavily targeted this week. If he is out there, I do agree. That's a good play. Finally, let's get to our defense for the people's lineup. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars at 4,400, the Bills at 2,500, the Saints at 3,200, the Rams at 2,700. The Bills at 25, they may lose, but I don't really see Jacksonville scoring 40 points. They don't score 40 points. Bortles gets sacked a lot, and he gets intercepted. So I think he could play them at 2,500. I think he could also play the Rams at 2,700 because Matt Ryan, double-digit interceptions this year, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking for. So those two cheap plays could be there. The Jaguars at 4,400, yeah, I'd love to have them. But the bottom line is we're going to be spending our money elsewhere. I don't think we can go there. Tyrod Turla doesn't turn the ball over a ton. He runs. He escapes some sacks. So I don't think this is the week to spend the big money on the Jaguars' defense. All right. And next up, Tony, when we do it is when we come back on the other side, it will give the people what they want. We will unveil the people's lineup, right? That's the first step. We'll get you Tony's lineup. And then we will also give you some NBA updates for tonight as you're getting ready to set those. Tony, you got a basketball lineup for the night, too? We got a basketball lineup, and we're going at it, and we're going to make some money. We made money last night, so we're going to go at it again tonight. All right. When you come back on the other side, lineups for days is DFS lineup lock right here on FNTSY Radio, brought to you by Daily Roto. Hey, it's Tony Sicata telling you about a new show, Fantasy Football Rewind. Catch it late night on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It starts at 1 a.m. on the East Coast, 10 p.m. on the West Coast. It's two hours of fantasy football action. I'll give you all the latest news in fantasy football. I'll talk about all the things that happen on the channel throughout the day. I'll tell you who's right, who's wrong. Fantasy Football Rewind. If you can't stay up that late, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Fantasy Football Rewind. Red heat and rage. I can't take the under in New Orleans, Carolina, especially when a team is playing each other the third time this year. These guys know everything about each other, and I think they're going to leave nothing in the basket, man. It's going to be crazy. I I think we're going to see some fake punts. I think we're going to see some crazy stuff, fake field goal attempts, trying to throw for a touchdown, lots of bombs. They're not going to play it safe. They're going to actually open everything up, and and when that happens, usually fireworks. Weekdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true 
true fan. The Fantasy Black Book is now opening its pages for your business. The Oakland Rays were more tough than they were talent over the years, but they've grown soft. They need an identity. They don't have one. They haven't had one since Al Davis died. And maybe Gruden can turn that around. It wouldn't shock you. It's 7.31, a minute after the game. You hear the announcement Gruden's going there. That's the only way they would have fired Del Rito. The only way is if they were getting Gruden. I think it's the face of the franchise to move to Vegas. Listen every Sunday live, 9 a.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Muscle Maker Grill was made for football season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that'll give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. On Target Fantasy. I think these are a bunch of little incidents that someone decided to kind of string together and make a story out of. And it's funny because, boy, this is the one year in a while where the Patriots really don't have something to rail against or unite them or get pissy about. And, boy, angry Tom Brady is really the best Tom Brady. And then ESPN gave us this. And I'm just so thankful as a Patriots fan. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. FNTSY.com slash radio. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. When you look at Alex Smith, I think there's a lot of talk lately about how poor they've played in the playoffs, the Kansas City Chiefs. But the bottom line is, hey, it's not a good secondary. Alex Smith has been protected. He hasn't got sacked. He runs. You know, we always talk about Marcus Mariota, Cam Newton as running quarterbacks. Alex Smith's right there with those guys. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Boy, here we go. The culturally significant whoop. There it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A big injury. We got a big NBA injury, so I'm going to give it to you real quick. Lamarcus Aldridge is not going to play against Phoenix Suns tonight. Uh, he was a guy that uh, absolutely would have been going to play. So that makes Kawhi Leonard uh, a must-put in your lineup. And also Davis Bertens. Those two guys are in your lineup. And I'll just give you the lineup right now I have uh, in basketball. So... Lamarcus Aldridge not playing tonight. Goran Dragic, 6,600. Terry Rozier, 4,800. Kawhi Leonard, 7,600. Kristaps Pazingas, 7,800. Carl Anthony Towns, 9,000. Ish Smith, 5,800. Joe Ingles, 4,700. And Davis Bertans, 3,700. As uh, the Spurs never let us down five minutes before lineups, gotta let us know. I mean, that that that, that is San Antonio Spurs way right there. <laughs> it would not be no other way for Greg Popovich and the crew down there in Texas. I right, will say the people's lineup for last, Tony. Give us one of your uh, lineups for this week. All right, this is my contrarian lineup, but I'm actually going to use this people, so I'm not putting you people on. I am going to go Marcus Mariota at quarterback, fifty five hundred bucks. I don't think there'll be a significant 
guy that's going to throw 300 yards and four touchdowns this week that Mariota is going to get left behind and with a 180. And he ran for 60 yards last week. That's encouraging. Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette as my two running backs. Going Eric Decker and Corey Davis. I'm going to use the two Tennessee wide receivers with Mike Thomas, Delaney Walker, Sammy Watkins, as I talked about, in the Rams defense. That's a contrarian lineup, folks, and I'm going to try to take down some money with that one. That's a good one right there. So if you got that, make sure you jotted that down. Maybe you can hop in a different tournament and try to take one down. Uh, do you have a cash game, or should we get right to the people's lineup? Uh, let's get right to the people's lineup. I don't, I don't have a cash game yet. You know what? It's crazy. When you only have four games, you can play the same lineups in uh This is, makes there. sense, no doubt. Here's here's the people. Cam Newton, the people are going with the wow. quarterback, 6,500 bucks. And Todd Gurley at 9700 bucks, And the people are going with the New Orleans running back, but they're going with Mark Ingram at $6,900. Mm-hmm. Tyree Kill, they're with you, Tyree Kill. He won on a landslide, 6800 Cooper Cup, 5800 Mohamed Sanu, 5600 They were spending um, like drunken sailors, the people, so they had to save some money Save some money with Austin Hooper at 2900 and Albert Wilson at $3,300 and using the Bills defense. Uh, there, so it's interesting that the uh, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, and Mohamed Sanu, those three receivers got over, all got over fifty percent of the vote. I'm not. I'll be honest with you, Tony. I'm not a big fan of the people who are on it. No, I'm. I never am. <laughs> never. Do you do you put a dollar or two behind the people's lineup though? Oh yeah, yeah. They're down. They're down forty-seven bucks, which isn't bad on the yeah. season. Uh, I put up a couple fifty-fifties. Uh, to uh, bring them back when they were going oh, triple-digit, you know, negatives. Yeah, yeah, you don't want – we can't let the people take us down, Tony. You know what I'm saying? That's not no, what we're here yeah. for, yeah. That's not what we're here for. And I'm, I'm fired up. You know, I'm going to – I've been watching the uh, new Fantasy Freestyle all week long. And, of course, tonight's the last night of uh, Chris Venture. He's uh, absolutely uh, getting it done. He's trying to be the next uh, big thing in fantasy sports. Yep. So it's a nice night for Chris Venture. He gets a chance for redemption tonight, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. I might put him in charge of another franchise tonight too, Tony. So I'll figure it out. I want to talk some NFL Hall of Fame. Oh my god! Fr- I, I, he almost ruined my computer last night because I spit out my coat when he talked about Dick Dick Buckus on the nineteen eighty six Bears. And then you then you put Dick Buckus in the grave. Yeah, I put him in the grave. <laughs> the man is alive and well. Sorry about that, Mister Buckus. So. We are going to see if we can get a new franchise for Chris Venture to run. We'll talk to the NFL Hall of Fame finalists. And tonight, the night, Chris Venture, redemption night as he gets to spit his hot 16. That's coming up next, the Fantasy Freestyle. I'll continue to be here later on tonight for Old School Fantasy with Matt Medica. For for Tony Sincata, this is Lineup Lock Live on DFS. uh, Excuse me, this is DFS Lineup Lock on FNTSY Radio. We're out. The Freestyle coming up next.